Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Saturday Mailbag Show, KBS Listener's Lounge, coming to you from Seoul, the capital of South Korea. It's Saturday, December 24th, 2016, and as always, we've got the latest listeners' letters, messages, and reports we receive from you coming right up. So please stay tuned. I'm Emily Jennings. And I'm Kim Ji-eun. We'll be right back. Happy Christmas Eve. Ooh, thank you. Happy Christmas Eve to you as well. I know I've been complaining for the past few weeks that it feels nothing like Christmas this year, but I guess now that the day has finally come, it feels, it finally feels a little bit like Christmas. Yeah, it is starting to feel more like Christmas now. Mm. Well, to be honest, I don't think it'll ever be the same as when I was little. It was definitely a bigger deal back then because we decorated the house, we had a big tree and wrapped presents underneath that we couldn't open till Christmas morning and everything, but... Um, you know, that's all kind of faded away now in my household. (laughs) What was it like at your place? Well, it sounds kind of similar. Um, We... One of our traditions was to get pajamas on mm. Christmas Eve. And we all went to bed early, of course. Mm-hmm. And uh, my two sisters and I would stay in the same room. And it's kind of hard to sleep on Christmas Eve when of you're course. a child and you're really excited. So we would wake up at around 5 or 6 a.m. and just run around the house screaming, <laughs> Mom, Dad, get up, because we weren't allowed to go into the living room until oh. the whole family was together. I see. So we'd have to get the cats in. Bring the dog, get my parents, sisters, everyone together, then go into the room and see all the Santa presents. And it was just really magical. It sounds very classic and traditional. <laughs> yes, and very, very traditional. And very family. wonderful, actually. Yeah, it was nice. And then, you know, we opened the presents and mm-hmm. we're listening to Christmas music. So it's definitely... Yeah, my favorite mm. time of year. Of course. I wonder, though, if uh, if that's a dying tradition now to wait for Christmas morning to open presents or to have the wrapped presents underneath the trees. I don't know if the youngins these days still go by that rule. Or maybe it's just um, easier to keep the tradition alive when there are kids around. Maybe we just don't know because we don't have any kids in our lives just yet. Well, that's true. I think if there are kids around, it's definitely easier. But, you know... I'm a bit of a kid myself, mm-hmm. so I actually don't open any presents until Christmas Day. Sounds so I nice. keep them wrapped under the tree. And I know my family still do the same as well. They try to keep the tradition alive because then it keeps exci- the excitement of Christmas. Of course. Which is nice. And seeing as we are speaking of traditions, we also started talking about our annual overseas listener satisfaction survey. All right, that we uh, started last week, Mm -hmm. of course. That's sort of a tradition here at KBS Mm -hmm. World Radio. As we mentioned last week, the 2016 KBS World Radio Overseas Listener Satisfaction Survey was conducted both on and offline this summer. And we've been sharing the results with you since last week. So overall, it appears that we did really well in terms of the level of satisfaction rated by our listeners from all around the world. Out of 100, KBS World Radio received 82.7 points, which is almost 83 on average in terms of the level of satisfaction. That's, of course, taking into account the general level of satisfaction, levels of satisfaction per genre and per program, and the level of satisfaction regarding the platforms. While the general level of satisfaction was rated the highest at 85.8 out of 100, the lowest rating was given to the listening methods at 79.9, with the low audio quality cited as the reason for the lower points. 
Can we argue that it's not really our fault? <laughs> right. Yes, that's not our fault. So, in fact, that means we actually did better than this yeah. survey reveals. <laughs> well, 36.3% of the respondents said that they listened to KBS World Radio using the internet streaming service via our website closely, followed by 32.8% who tune in to us via shortwave. So, yay, DXers. <laughs> and, of course, 17.6% of the respondents use the KBS mobile app service as well. Well, Well, thanks to this survey, the authorities will see once again the shortwave radio is still a very important part of KBS World Radio and that in addition to procuring new platforms and upgrading the systems, we must also boost our efforts to keep upgrading the shortwave listening conditions. It was also found that some 41% of our listeners preferred programs on Korean culture and tourism and that over 26% of our listeners also hope to see even more programs introducing Korean culture, food and tourism. And once again, we would like to thank every single one of our listeners who took part in the survey. And please know that your answers will play a big role in how KBS World Radio's future is to be shaped. We'll be back after a quick break, so stay where you are. You're listening to KBS Listener's Lounge on KBS World Radio. It's time now for us to take a look at the listener letters and reception reports. As usual, we've received some lovely handwritten, typed up, emailed, comments, letters and reception reports from you, our listeners, and we will share some of those with you on this program. We've been receiving some lovely holiday cards in our mailbox. Most recently, we received a beautiful card from listener Peter Ng of Malaysia and also a lovely card from our monitor, Alan Holder, with the words Christmas greetings from the Isle of Wight on the front. It's a very sweet, colorful card indeed. So thank you very much for such thoughtful cards, both of you, and uh, best wishes to you too. Yeah, I love getting Christmas cards Mm -hmm. in the post. It's very nice. Now, moving on to the first reception report for this week. We'll open a letter from the UK first. Our monitor, Grant Skinner, sent us a report for November 24th when he listened to us on 15.575 MHz from 1306 UTC. And he used a Grundig Yacht Boy 400 receiver with an extendable rod antenna and rated the simple 35453 when he could hear and 25252 when he could not. He gave us some details of the contents he heard and added, Noise like waves seriously disrupted your broadcast. By 1330 UTC, there was no broadcast. The broadcast would have been nice to have been listened to if there wasn't any noise to interfere with my listening. Well, thank you, Grant, very much for your feedback, and we hope that there will be less interference next time. Of course, we will have your QSL card on its way very soon. Another one of our UK monitors, Nick Sharp, actually tried the frequency recently as well, but he seemed to have had even less luck than Grant. In fact, on December 18th, Nick tried several different frequencies on um, this day using a Yesu Musin FRG8800 receiver with an external 15-meter L-shaped long wire antenna two meters above ground. He usually tunes into 11.810 megahertz, but has been hearing no signals whatsoever on this frequency for a while now and giving a 
simple rating of one across the board. So on December 19th, uh, he sent us a bunch of emails saying that he tried 15.575 megahertz and 9.640 megahertz just to check out transmissions um, and still was unable to get even a trace of a signal on those two frequencies. He was, however, able to pick up our 1600R UTC broadcast on 9.515 megahertz with the simple of 24322, which isn't spectacular, but he could still hear us at least. Mm -hmm. And uh, he wrote, reception is possible on this channel, but the signal is so weak, it's almost impossible to make out the voice and audio is so low. So again, not entirely the most promising result, but I guess it's better than one across (laughs) the board. At any rate, thank you so much, Nick, for trying out the different transmissions for us. And while we're on 9.515 megahertz, our monitor Honey Islam from India has been sending us updates on this frequency via email and Facebook lately. For example, on December 9th, he sent us a Facebook message saying, I really appreciated this Thursday's special edition Soul Calling because I gave lots of knowledge about Korean and its translations into other languages such as English, Spanish, etc. Today, I am very pleased to hear of this edition of Soul Calling Special Edition. The reception condition for 1600 to 1700 hours UTC on 9.515 MHz on December 7th and 8th were good. And more recently via email, Honey also wrote, I would like to inform you that I heard today through the website the weekly program Listener's Lounge hosted by Emily Jennings, and I think he meant to write Kim Ji-un. I really appreciated the lounge program on Saturday, December 17, 2016. There were many letters, emails, comments, suggestions, and recession reports covered on this program. Please note that on the last two days, on December 16th and 17th of 2016, the 1600 to 1700 RUTC broadcast on frequency 9.515 megahertz got good reception well thank you so much for your frequent updates honey and if it wouldn't be too much trouble we would like to ask you to let us know which device you're using and also let us know the reception conditions by citing a simple rating if you're listening to us on our website through the streaming service that's fine but for shortwave reception we would greatly appreciate a simple rating so that we can also send you a verification for it Thank you again, honey, and we look forward to more messages and emails. Meanwhile, our monitor PS Sikar of India informs us that the transmission of our broadcast at 1600 to 1700 hours UTC on both 9.515 MHz and 9.640 MHz had been poor on December 12th. Rating the simple all twos, PS wrote that transmission quality and signal strength should be improved. He also noted that he used a Texan 606 receiver with a telescopic antenna. On the following day, though, PS said that the signals for KBS World Radio Radio English service for Southeast Asia, both 9.640 MHz and 9.515 MHz on December 13th from 1600 to 1630 hours UTC were all absent. Then again, on the 17th, he sent us an email to inform us that the signals have been absent for the past three days as well. Now, we are extremely sorry to hear this and thank you for alerting us of this. We will get in touch with the technical team to see if anything went wrong on this end. In the meantime, though, do keep us posted on how the signals are being received in your region now. 
Earlier reports on 9.640 megahertz were a bit more positive. Listener Tapin Basak of India sent us his report dated November 28th until December 4th when he listened to us on 9.640 megahertz from 1600 to 1700 hours UTC. He used a three-band Philip radio with an indoor antenna and rated the simple three across the board for all seven days. And listener Tim Braille of Malaysia also listened to us on 9.640 megahertz from 1610 to 1700 hours UTC on December 11th using a Texan S2000 receiver. And in that time, the simple stood at 54444. So thank you both for your reports and your QSL cards are on their way. But even on the same days as reported by PS, the frequency 9.640 MHz may have fared better in another part of India. Another one of our monitors in India, Ratan Kumar Paul, rated the 1600-hour UTC broadcast on 9.640 MHz from December 8th through the 14th, mostly four across the board. It only dipped to three across the board on December 9th for him. Ratan used a Sony ICF digital receiver, and he also sent us his logs for the 1400-hour UTC broadcast on 7.215 MHz for the same date. And for this frequency, he rated the simple 3 across the board for the 8th, 9th, and the 14th of December, while the rest were all rated poor at 2 across the board. He also wrote, wishing all members of the KBS World family the best for Christmas and the coming Happy New Year 2017. Well, thank you very much, Ratan, and we wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year as well. Your QSL cards will be on their way soon. Our monitor, Muhammad Shamanes of India, has been sending us his logs regularly. And most recently, he sent us a reception report for our 7.215 MHz broadcast from 1500 to 1600 hours UTC. He rated the simple three across the board, noting that he had used a Grundig Yacht Boy 80 receiver with a long wire antenna. And this is a bit belated. But Muhammad also sent us an overview of our broadcasts in his region for the month of November via email a while back as well. So we'll share some parts of that here as well. He wrote frequency 9.515 MHz at 1600 UTC to 1700 UTC was loud and clear in my area in November. The frequency of 9.640 MHz was good for reception from 1600 to 1700 UTC in November. And the frequency for 7.215 MHz was average for reception in my area in November. Strong jamming from China Radio International Hindi service to South Asia at that time was a bit of a problem. But this frequency was good for reception in European countries. And finally, he wrote the frequency for 7.275 megahertz from 1800 to 1900 UTC was average for reception from 1800 to 1900 UTC was average for reception from 1800 to 1830 UTC in November 2016 and at that time China Radio International Chinese service to Europe began jamming 7.275 megahertz and at 1830 UTC China Radio International sign off. After that, 7.275 megahertz was good for reception in my area. Well, that is a lot of information. Thank mm-hmm. you very much for all of that. Right. Thank you very much indeed for your regular emails and the monthly overviews, Mohammed. Your QSL cards are on their way. 
Now, jumping over to 11.810 megahertz, we also received an email from listener M.S. Srinivasa Raju of India with the recession report dated December 10th. Srinivasa heard us briefly between 2250 and 2300 hours UTC on 11.810 MHz using a Sony ICF-SW35 receiver with a long wire aerial antenna. He said that the reception had been poor and rated the Simpo 25442. He attached a recorded audio file of the broadcast on that day, so we were able to hear what he was hearing, and frankly, it was mostly static and white noise. Nonetheless, thank you, MS Srinivasa Raju, for both the report and the recording. We'll send you a QSL car soon. Listener Alec Costa Oliveira of Brazil says he listened to KBS World Radio on December 5th at 22.50 hours UTC on 11.810 megahertz. He used a Yesu FRG7700 receiver and a long wire antenna. And unfortunately, the simple was only 25311. But thank you, Alex, for getting in touch and we will have your QSL card on its way soon. Up next, we'll open some letters from our frequent contributor, Monitor Fumido Hokomara of Japan. Now, the past couple of weeks, we've received several envelopes from Fumido, with some reports dating back to June and August. So we will share some of the latest letters as usual. On November 27th, Fumido tuned into our broadcast on 9.580 megahertz from 0200 to 0300 hours UTC using a ATS909X receiver with a rod antenna. He gave us lots of details of the contents he heard and he rated the simple 45333. Fumito also wrote, Have you been? How cold is it in capital Seoul? In Fukuoka City, we've had some cold rainy days, but no snow days in November. Christmas is coming soon. How many times has there been a white Christmas in Seoul or Busan? In my hometown, we usually have a green Christmas <laughs> and white Christmas once in a while. Merry Christmas to you. We celebrate Christmas quietly at home. How about Miss Emily and Miss Kim? I'll be going to church. And then uh, family dinner, probably. Nothing big for me. Not anymore, anyway. <laughs> uh, so it'll be a very calm, quiet one for me as well, like Fumito. What about you, Emily? Well, I'll be having a yummy dinner too, as I think anybody who's celebrating Christmas or any major holiday will have. Mine will involve mashed potatoes and gravy. That's what I'm most excited about. Mm-hmm. Also going to watch some Christmas movies and try try really hard Mm. to find some snow to play in. Speaking of um, Christmas movies, I think uh, last year uh, I I was at my, I was visiting my sister and we ended up watching like four of the eight Harry Potter movies all in a row. And so maybe I'll watch the rest of the series, the rest four movies this year. Be a Christmas tradition. Yeah, maybe I'll start a new one with Harry Potter. (laughs) As for a white Christmas in Seoul, I don't think it's all that common. I mean, it's cold enough mm-hmm. most of the times, but I don't think we get that much snow in Seoul or precipitation in Seoul in December uh, that much in general. As for Busan, they don't get any snow right. ever. <laughs> I know in 2012, 
there was mm-hmm. snow, but it got cleaned up really quickly, right. so it's kind of disappointing. It's usually in late January or sometime in February that I remember seeing heavy snow mm-hmm. within Seoul yeah. City. But I guess um, in the eastern coastal area of uh, Korean Peninsula, I'm sure they're kind of inundated with snow already. Right. So <laughs> um, this year, I think it's a little bit too warm. Uh, we did see some flurries on Friday, yeah. but uh, we'll see what happens. Yes, I'm still crossing my fingers for mm-hmm. some snow. But getting back to Fumito's reports, on December 4th, Fumito listened to us from 0200 to 0300 hours UTC once again. And this time, the simpo fluctuated quite a bit. It started out at 25222, and then it was 25232, before it was slightly upgraded to 35222. And we're glad that Fumito was able to catch the song that we played for him on Listener's Lounge a couple of weeks ago. And in the messages, he wrote Christmas is coming soon and Happy New Year but many people need help getting food and drinking water as the people in North Korea do too many people suffer from hunger in Asia and Africa and most of the refugees are on the verge of starvation as well that's true, but what with the economy in the status, and I heard that the year-end charity and fundraising results aren't what they used to be this year. It's only going to get colder this winter, so perhaps instead of just thinking about how to have fun over the holidays, we should not forget to take a moment to think about what we can do to help those in need. Right, and a good thing that some people are deciding to do now is instead of sending Christmas cards mm-hmm. or buying presents for lots of friends, they're donating to charity right. in the name of that person instead, which is a really good alternative. I think so too. Well, thank you, Fumito, for that reminder and also your reports. We'll have your QSL cards on their way soon. Well, that's all the time we have for the letters and reports today. It's now time to take a peek into the KBS World Radio's mailroom with our mail correspondent, Yunha Lee. Here is Inside the Mailbox. Hello and welcome to Inside the Mailbox. I'm Yoon-ha Lee. In this weekly corner, I share updated information from our Facebook page as well as events and answer listeners' inquiries. Also, I tell you how to navigate our KBS World Radio English Service website. First up, let's go over to our Facebook page. Our longtime listener and monitor, Jahangar Alamanto from Bangladesh, shared a QSL card history video with us, which we posted on our Facebook page. It shows all the different types of KBS World Radio QSL cards since the 1980s. I only recognized a couple of the most recent ones, so it was interesting to look through the 30-year history of KBS World Radio QSL cards. Make sure to check out this cool video on our Facebook page. Also, if you'd like to receive a QSL card from one of the previous quarters, let us know in your reception reports and we'll send you some as long as they are in stock. We thank Jahangar Alamanto once again for staying so loyal to our channel over the years and putting together this video. For this video and more, please visit our English Service Facebook page, www.facebook.com slash EnglishKBS. Now let's move on to website directions. With only a week left of 2016, KBS World Radio has created a page on the official website on the special programs of 2016. On our main page, you'll find a blue banner on the top left corner right next to the KBS World Radio logo. Click on the first banner that says Special Programs 2016, which takes you to the page where you can see all the special programs we've aired this year. 
There are 10 in total, including the two outdoor broadcasts, the Korean language video contest, the Rio Olympics, and Korea's World Heritage Special. Click on each photo to view the details. Also, if you scroll down, there is a KBS World Radio promotion video and pictures that introduce our KBS World Radio apps, Internet Radio Wink, Facebook, and YouTube pages. Speaking of Facebook, the link for the special programs page is posted on our English Service Facebook page as well, so if you're on Facebook, you can easily access the page by clicking on the link. Catch up on our previous special programs before the year ends, and don't forget to tune in to our final special program of the year, Audio 2016, on the last day of this year. To take a closer look of the page, head on over to our KBS World Radio English Service website, world.kbs.co.kr English. And that's it for this week's Inside the Mailbox. Until next time, this is Yoon Ha Lee. Happy holidays! That's all we had for you this week on KBS Listener's Lounge. We hope you enjoyed the show. Now, as briefly mentioned by Yuna, on the last day of the year, we'll be airing a special program celebrating the year's end. That's right. So next week, Emily and I will be back to host a special program at Due 2016 instead of KBS Listener's Lounge. Thank you for joining us today. This has been Kim Ji-eun. And I'm Emily Jennings. Happy holidays, everyone. Happy holidays. <laughs>